Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, guys. I'm Vanessa, and I want to tell you about my first love. So, do you all remember your first love? Yes, right? I mean, come on. How could you ever forget that first time butterflies in the tummy feeling, hand-holding, and that kiss? In the heat of first love, it's easy to believe this will last forever and be a true fairy tale. Only so many first loves lead to a messy breakups that turn into a nightmare. My first love was with a boy named Julian, but you'll have to stick around to find out if our love story was a fairy tale dream or a fairy tale doom. Julian and I started off as friends, best friends. He lived across the street from me and our families were close. We hung out all the time, so much so that our parents teased that we'd get married one day. At the time I thought, no way, but we were just kids back then. Then, when I was about 10, I started to look at him differently. He was so cute and sweet, and I thought about him all the time. He liked me too, right? I mean, he bought me my favorite candy, let me play video games with him, and stuck up for me when these boys from school teased me. And then when I was 15, Julian and I were at our favorite spot. It was a really big old tree in the middle of the park. We went there loads and would lean against the tree trunk do our homework, listen to music with one headphone, read books, basically anything relaxing. That's when he told me the shocking news. His dad had a new job in Germany and they were moving there. What? How could this be? I was so surprised. I started crying. I expected him to comfort me, but instead he took out a pocket knife and started to carve on the tree. When he finished, he said, Ta-da! How does it look? He'd carve J. Hart V in it. Oh gosh, he loved me too. I felt myself turn bright red and didn't want him to see me like that. So looking downward, I went to punch his arm but punched his face by mistake. Oops! Julian held his face and yelled, Vanessa, what was that for? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Julian, I, I feel the same, I told him. 
We both started laughing. Then we pinky promised each other that we would keep in touch. He took my hand and told me, Ness, I'll come back for you, I promise. Then he leaned in and kissed me. And, wow, it was truly magical. And then he left. The first few weeks without him were the hardest. I didn't really have any other friends and I was so bored and lonely. I lived for my video calls with Julian. They were the only thing keeping me going. Telling him stuff that happened at school, such as how my math teacher wore the same hideous floor dress all week, made me feel like he was still there. Things went on like that for a while. It slowly became a habit for us to have a video chat at least twice a week. But then a couple of days after my 16th birthday, things changed. It was a normal Sunday morning and I woke up and went to wash my face. Ah! There were red spots all over my cheeks! I screamed so loudly that I woke everybody up. Even my neighbors had to run over and ask what the scream was about. My parents took me to the hospital and I was diagnosed with a disease called lupus. For all of you who don't know what it is, it's a skin disease that causes rashes or sores. In my case, it was all over my cheeks. The same as what my grandma had. Worst of all, there was no cure. The doctors could only improve the way my skin looked, prevent scarring, and help me feel better overall. This couldn't be happening. Why me? When we got home, I ran right upstairs to my room and stared into the mirror. I'd gone from pretty to ugly in the space of a day. It wasn't fair. And then suddenly my phone rang. It was Julian. Oh no, in all the drama, I'd forgotten about our planned video call. I couldn't let him see me like this. I was so exhausted with all this lupus stuff that I couldn't think of a solution. So I just turned my phone off. I texted him the next day that I was busy so I couldn't FaceTime with him. This carried on for weeks. I just couldn't bring myself to tell him the truth. Then he texted me saying that he got the message loud and clear that I didn't want to be his friend anymore. I texted him back telling him this wasn't the case and I'd just been super busy. But the damage was done. He stopped calling me after that and even unfriended me on Facebook. And that was it. I lost my best friend and also my first love all because I couldn't cope with my new appearance. Little by little, I was shutting myself off and pushing everyone around me away. I just didn't want anyone to see me like this. Instead, I wanted to hide away from the world. Each day, I'd watch my classmates hang out together and I'd walk off by myself and go to my favorite tree, lean against the trunk, close my eyes, listen to some sad songs, and remember all the good times I had with Julian. This was basically part of my daily routine during the whole four years of high school. School finished and I moved away to college. Things got better. I made a few friends who accepted me for the way I looked and slowly, I started to accept it too. There was this one tree on campus. It looked just like the one back at home, so I went there all the time. One day, I was sitting there reading a book when this guy in a baseball cap started measuring the ground. Then, without looking at me, he said, Excuse me, can you please move? I was confused, so I asked, Um, sure, but why? The guy replied, Oh, the college is going to build a new cafeteria here, so we have to chop down this tree. What? They wanted to chop down my favorite spot on campus just so that they could build some stupid cafeteria? No way! Who was this guy anyway? And didn't anyone ever tell him it was rude not to look people in the eyes when talking to them? I gave him a piece of my mind. 
You architects are all the same. You never give a damn about what you have to destroy to build an ugly building. Leave this tree alone or I'll chop you down. Then I gave him a really dirty look. He just shrugged and carried on measuring. This made me so mad that I kicked him in the butt, causing him to fall onto the ground. His cap fell off and whoa, it couldn't be. Julian? Was that really him? But how? Wasn't he in Germany? Why was he here? And why didn't he recognize me? I mean, I had a different haircut and all, but I didn't think I've changed that much. Or was it because of my lupus? Suddenly, I heard him say, What the? Are you mad? What's wrong with you? Oh gosh, I'd totally forgotten that he was still lying on the ground. I mumbled out a, Sorry, and immediately rushed back to my dorm. That night, I couldn't sleep. Instead, all I could think about was Julian. He was so handsome and so tall. How could he have become so good looking? Ah, why did this stupid disease pick me? There was my first love right in front of me after all those years apart. But because of my disease, he didn't know who I was. He blossomed and I'd well, I hadn't. Maybe it was for the better that Julian didn't recognize me. If he knew this was how I look like now, oh boy. I didn't even want to imagine how embarrassed I would be. So, okay, let's just put it aside for now. What I first needed to do was save my tree. There's no way I was letting the college chop it down. I did some research and found out that the construction would begin in a week. So, I had time to convince as many students as I could to protest against it. And when the day came, I had about 20 people with me. We all held signs and said, save the tree and stop the chop. The head of campus, Julian, and the construction workers were trying to make us leave, but we were persistent. At the end, they had to push back the construction dates. One of us remained by the tree at all times, come rain or shine. It was exhausting and cold, but it was worth it when the tree was saved. Then, one day when I was on tree guarding duty, my friend rushed over to me and excitedly told me that the college was going to change the location of the new building. That was such great news. Apparently, Julian had told them that the ground was more suitable in another location. Why would he help us all of a sudden? Did he have a change of mind? I went to class with those questions that kept bugging my mind. And right after school was out, I came over to the tree again. And to my surprise, I saw Julian standing next to it. I walked towards him and asked, Why did you convince them to change the location of the building? I mean, we really appreciate it, but why the change of heart? Julian froze for a second and then said, It was such a beautiful weekend, but instead of being out having fun, I was stuck at home. For what, you ask? To teach Excel to a girl who doesn't even know how to use shift key shortcuts. <sighs> what is the matter with you? I've explained the code 20 times to you already. Um, I... I'm sorry. Let's face it. You suck at this. Try to beat me in your dream. Ugh. If I had to waste one more second sitting next to her, I'd go crazy. Look how fake you are. If you're mad, then just show me. Why do you always have to be misfriendly? Hmm. Let me introduce you. That's Laura, my so-called sister. Two months ago, my mom brought her home and announced, Jeff, I have something to tell you. Back when we broke up for a while, due to your parents' hatred towards me, well, 
During that time, I found out I was pregnant. I gave birth to our little girl, Lara. I was only 22, and I had no money. So as much as it pained me to do so, I gave her away. I've never stopped thinking about her. And now, well, I've managed to find her. She dabbed at her teary eyes, then handed Dad the DNA test results. Dad was overwhelmed and ran over to hug Laura. They all cried a lot and hugged a lot. As for me, I just stood there in shocked silence as I watched this family reunion take place. It all happened so fast. How was I supposed to believe that it was just a coincidence when Mom suddenly found her long-lost child after so many years? What now, Skylar? Stop being so headstrong. Mom scolded me, then rushed over to Lara and started cuddling her and soothingly stroking her hair. It's not my fault she has the learning capacity of a slug. Stop interfering, else I'll quit teaching her. By the way, those loving mother-daughter things also? Cut it off! It's ridiculous! I know what you're thinking. What's with the attitude towards my mom? The thing is, she's not even my real mom. A few months ago, something crazy happened to me. A strange woman showed up out of nowhere and claimed she was my mom. Say what now? Of course, I told her she'd got the wrong person. But when I saw the selling contract between my mom and her, I froze in shock. Turns out, my mom miscarried a child, but she was too afraid she'd lose her place in the family. So she bought me from this woman. So I was adopted. It's common, right? But still, I don't deserve to be treated like that. I had always been neglected since I was little. Mom never hugged or kissed me. She didn't read me bedtime stories or tuck me into bed at night. All she ever did was snarl at me. Go away! I guess I convinced myself that this was just how Mom was. But then Lara arrived, and Mom is totally different with her. <sighs> I get it now. I get why she treated me so cold, and why I've never felt happy despite growing up in a wealthy family. Because I'd never belonged here. After the incident with the woman, I confronted mom about it. I get it. I know I'm not your real daughter. And that's why you think it's acceptable to treat me like garbage? Oh, please. Stop with the dramatics. Let me tell you this. Even if you did adopt me, I'm still going to prove my efficiency to dad and take over this company by myself. Mom was dumbfounded after hearing that. Then, not long after that, she turned up with Lara. That's why I didn't believe there was no coincidence. She brought Lara back to compete with me. And if that was true, then, what do I have to be scared of? <laughs> How are my two girls? Skylar, are you still helping Lara with her studies? Yeah, Dad. She still helps me every day. Thank you so much. Okay, that's great. When you move past the basics, I think you should take a few more extra courses. Do your best and try to follow your sister. There's no way she can be as good as me, not even in her wildest dream. Laura is very smart, and she'll soon be up to speed. I'm also teaching her more about our family business. Huh? Is mom going to teach her more to compete with me? I can obviously see her greed and competitiveness. But whatever, 
Laura and I are at two distinctly different levels anyway. I am an excellent student at the Columbia Business School, while she's just an uneducated nobody. Poof! Please! I have absolutely nothing to worry about. Mum kept forcing her to study, but... See? Speaking of Mum, she'd been acting weird lately. One minute she treats me like a stubborn stain she can't get rid of, then the next she's trying to set me up with some guy named Dean. He's the son of her super-rich colleague. I don't understand why she suddenly feels the need to find me a boyfriend. And Dad wasn't helping the situation, as instead of telling Mum to stop playing matchmaker, he was encouraging her. Ugh. Okay, I just wanted them to quit bugging me, so in the end, I agreed to talk to this Dean guy. But now, he won't stop messaging me, and he's even shown up at the house. Hmm, I suppose he is kind of handsome and nice, but he's not my type. So, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I just talked to him out of politeness. Until one time, I saw Lara sneaking a peek at Dean while he was waiting for me in the lobby. Wait. Don't tell me she likes Dean? Oh well, she's welcome to my leftovers. I don't like this guy anyway. Then one day, I was walking along the corridor when I received a text from Dean. Skylar, are you free tomorrow? Let's have dinner together. I was about to text back, when I suddenly heard Mom and Lara arguing. What's wrong with you, Lara? Why are you secretly dating that jerk? Why not, Dean? He's a good guy. Besides, he told me that there's nothing going on between him and Skylar. So Dean is two-timing us? He snuck out on a date with Lara while flirting with me on the phone all day? What on earth? I tried to keep calm while continuing to listen. You're crazy. Stop this stupid secret dating game at once! What? Why is Mum insisting he's a good guy to me, but telling Laura the opposite? Well, Mum, which one is it? Is Dean a good match like you told me, or a jerk like you told Laura? He's... he's rich! So keep on dating him, and stop bothering me with your nonsense! Ugh, I wasn't born yesterday. There's definitely something wrong with this Dean. The very next day, I decided to go and follow Dean. Oh my gosh. What was he wearing? And why did he go to this slum? Then he gathered with a few other thugs. So it's obvious 
Dean definitely was a street guy. That's why Mom didn't let Lara get close to him. But why did she match him with me? Could that be a part of her plan to bring me down? Ha! Huh. Nice try! <laughs> I'd had enough spying for one day, so I was about to leave. But then suddenly, I heard a familiar voice which startled me. I turned around, then... What? It's... Mum? How dare you ruin the plan! Mind your words. I did as you said. I told you to flirt with Skylar to distract her. Not Laura. Don't think I'm paying you a nickel more. Fine, don't pay me. Just be sure to take me a picture of your husband's face when the real DNA result arrives in his inbox. <laughs> you... 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 Oh. My. God. Did I just hear it wrong? What DNA results? Could it be? I immediately went home and rushed into my dad's office to look for the DNA certificate that my mom gave him that day. Here it was. What should I do now? That's right. I had to take it to the hospital to have it checked. After pleading and putting pressure on the doctor, he finally admitted that he'd accepted a bribe from Dean to fake the test result. I asked for the original one and, believe it or not, Lara was not my dad's child. I immediately rushed home and showed my dad the original DNA results. He was so shocked, I had to help him sit down, then get him a glass of water. When he got over the initial shock, he asked me to call Lara and Mum in to confront them. But, oh no, Lara's room was empty. Only one letter was lying on the bed. Sorry, everyone. Dean told me the truth. Thank you all for taking care of me. Especially you, Skylar. I honestly enjoyed being around you. I think you're kind and patient. Please don't ever change. I don't belong in your world, so I can't stay. If we're predestined, we will meet again. Thank you, and sorry again. Love, Laura. Unbelievable! How could you lie to all of us about something like this? Knowing she couldn't wriggle out of this one, Mum replied, Okay, Laura isn't yours. I fell pregnant with her after we broke up. I didn't want you to throw me out, so I paid Dean to get a fake DNA certificate. Then I paid him again to date Skylar and distract her from her studies. This business should be Laura's, not hers. But that jerk went and fell for Laura instead. Poor Dad. He looked so heartbroken. Mom tried pleading with him to forgive her, but he told her the trust was broken, that she had to leave. Everything's such a mess. Poor Dad shut himself away in his office, while me, I lay on my bed, staring at the ceiling. I couldn't stop thinking about all of Mom's lies. And what for? Money? Fame? Status? Are all those things worth sacrificing dignity, honor, and trust for? I used to want to compete with Lara too, but now it turns out that all of that was just fleeting. Dad, I think I should leave too, because I'm not your biological daughter either. You, 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 I've known for a while, but I've kept quiet as I was afraid that you would abandon me. Thank you for always being there for me. You're a good man, and you don't deserve all the pain you've been through. 
Then I told my dad all about how I found out I was adopted and how my mom paid my real mom to hand me over. Dad froze for a few seconds, then calmly said, Skylar, honey, you'll always be my daughter, and I couldn't be prouder of you. Please, stay here with me. I couldn't hold back my tears. Did Dad really want me around? Even after all this crazy stuff? I really love my dad, but I couldn't upset him anymore. The next day, Dad and I went around to Lara's adoptive mom's house. I cleared the air with her and invited her to come back with us. She politely declined. Turns out she just wants a simple life. We still meet up sometimes, and we've actually become pretty good friends. Isn't it amazing? Because before that, we were like water and fire. The fact that I don't have to teach her Excel anymore probably helps. <laughs> there are those who do whatever they can to win fame and fortune, but this often comes at a cost. Mom let greed turn her into a monster, and now she's paying for it. I don't like what she did, but she's still my mom. Well, my adoptive mom anyway. So I still send her subsidies and wish her happiness for the rest of her life. The truth is that... I'd rather forego a huge fortune and live a quiet life than become someone I don't want to be. If it were you, would you do the same to live in peace? I stand here before you, looking back fondly on the four years of legacy we've all made together. Do you see her? The girl in the graduation gown giving that awesome speech? Well, that was me, Taylor Flores. Take a look at my parents. They looked so proud of me. Oh, but I will never forget this face. This is Jonas, my arch enemy. We were the top two students in our school and had been competing against each other since forever. But too bad, Jonas. You lost the final battle because I was the one asked to give the graduation speech, not you. It's safe to say that I had it all figured out after high school. First, I would move to New York to attend the most prestigious college in the city, majoring in English, of course. Then, when I graduated from college, I'd write my first novel, then publish it to acclamation and glory. Now, that's what I call a perfect plan. <laughs> Just wait for it. You will see my face on thousands of book covers. Taylor Flores' time has come. I want those pages by the end of Friday, else be prepared for a pay cut this month. Ugh! I hate deadlines! As you can see, my life didn't exactly turn out as I planned. What went wrong, you ask? Well, after I graduated from college, I pursued my writing dream. But every agent and publisher I sent my novel to rejected it. I kept pushing myself to write more, but then I ended up having writer's block. I couldn't create stories anymore, so I decided to switch to writing for newspapers. I used to think that if I had to write for a newspaper, then it'd at least be a famous one. But life is not a fairy tale. On the contrary, it's actually cruel and unfair. Well, at least it was to me, because my preferred newspaper rejected me a bunch of times. So now I ended up here, working for this unknown news website with an all-time grumpy manager. <sighs> Okay, so back to what was happening at the office. Suddenly, my phone buzzed through an email. Oh no, it's an invitation to my high school reunion. No 
way I could go back to my hometown and see everyone. They'd all see what a loser I'd become and I'd be the joke of the party. All the worst case scenarios were running through my mind until a call from Amelia came. It's my bestie from high school. She asked me if I was going and I told her never in a million years. If you don't go, then everybody will assume that you failed in life and you're too ashamed to go. So the best thing you can do is to attend and keep your head up high. Man, Amelia really had a point and was great at persuading other people. No wonder she's now a lawyer. Ugh. So here I was in front of the venue feeling so nervous that I thought I may throw up. But it's now or never, right? I just needed to put my game face on. I entered the room to a load of unfamiliar faces. Huh? Was I in the wrong place? I was about to leave when I suddenly bumped into somebody and fell on the floor. Ouch. I looked up. It was a chubby lady who was holding her baby in one arm and gripping a toddler's hand with the other. I instantly apologized. I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't hurt the kids. Oh, it's fine. You're lucky my belly was big enough to block you. <laughs> she then paused and took a closer look at me. Is that you, Taylor? You look great. Let's get inside. The party just started. Wait, she knew me. But who was she? I guess she did look familiar. Maybe I should wait for Amelia and ask her, as she had kept in touch with most of our classmates. I looked around, trying to find someone familiar to have a chat with, but my gosh, why was it so hard? But then I saw a woman who had beautiful, long, blonde hair, and I instantly knew who it was. Jessica the hottest and most popular girl in high school, and the captain of the cheerleader team. I walked over to her, and we began to catch up. We chatted a lot, and she was so funny. Hmm, I don't remember her being so hilarious. My god, you're so funny, Jess. Hey, Jessica! I heard Amelia shout. I looked over at her, and she was walking towards someone else. It was the chubby lady from earlier. So... She's Jessica? Oh my, she definitely changed a lot. But if that was Jessica, then who was this? Thank God I didn't say her name earlier. I excused myself from this mystery person, then whispered to Amelia, asking who the lady was I was talking to. Pete's me. Why don't we ask her directly? She then did exactly just that. The lady gave us a playful smile, saying, Try guessing. Are you Ashley? Nope. Natasha? Wrong. Tiffany? Negative. Wait, are you related to Jack Miller? You kind of look like him. Almost correct. Oh my, she wasn't related to Jack Miller because she is Jack Miller. Well, now she's Jill Miller. Turns out she never felt comfortable being a boy, so after high school, she underwent transgender surgery. Wow, that's incredible. I kind of felt overwhelmed, so I went to the bathroom to freshen up. On my way out, I saw a familiar face. It was Luke, the most handsome guy in high school. He was picking up trash and putting it in the garbage can. Aw, what a nice guy. We talked for a bit and... Oh, turns out he works here as the janitor. He was the one who recommended organizing the reunion here, and he was cleaning up as much as possible so later it wouldn't take him so much time. For real? Who would have expected that? I went back to the party and saw Amelia talking to a guy. 
Oh, who is this handsome dude? Amelia beckoned me over and introduced him to me. I couldn't believe my ears. It was Jonas, my arch enemy. The chubby dwarf Jonas with a face full of pimples now resembled an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Jonas just told me that he's been promoted to a higher position in his company. Ugh, seemed like he still kept his bragging habit. Some things never changed. Suddenly, Jonas asked me, What about you, Taylor? How has it been going for you lately? Oh, snap! I couldn't tell him that I was working for this awful news website. That would be so humiliating. So, thinking fast, I blurted out that I was a managing editor for this huge newspaper in New York. Jonas and Amelia looked at me in shock. In your face, Jonas. If I had a mic, I would definitely drop it. <laughs> I asked Jonas what position he was promoted to, and he replied, Oh, I, um, got chief technical officer. Huh, nice try, but it was no match for my amazing <laughs> job. I won that battle, loser. Well, in general, the reunion went pretty well, even though I had to lie about myself, but whatever. It's not like I was going to see Jonas again, right? Wrong. A week later, I received a Facebook friend request from him. First, I ignored it, but then a few days later, he texted me via messenger, asking why I didn't accept him on Facebook. Ugh, that was so annoying. Fine, but first I had to readjust my page. I needed to hide photos, statuses, and tags that were related to my company. Done. Then Jonas began to text me. It was nice seeing you the other day. Would you like dinner sometime? Um, I'm sorry, what? Was he asking me out on a date? Or was this a prank? Because I live in New York. I told him that, and... Oh my god. He lives in New York too. Ugh, great. But the thing is, I told him last time that I'm an editing manager, and that's a busy job. So during our date, I asked Amelia to pretend to be my secretary and call me a bunch of times during dinner. However, before we could play our act, Jonas was the one who received a dozen calls and then had to leave early because of an incident at his company. After that, he texted me quite a lot, but still feeling bitter from being ditched at dinner the other day, I only replied to him after 30 minutes. Every time. But on days when he didn't text me, I found myself staring at my phone longing to hear from him. Jesus, I was falling for him? Jonas? Why Jonas? I couldn't understand myself anymore and was unable to stop my feelings. So when he told me he liked me, I said I liked him too. And soon we became a couple. It was great at first, but then Jonas insisted that he drive me to work and pick me up. Oh no, I refused, of course but he wouldn't take no for an answer. Ugh. So when Jonas dropped me at the fake office, I had to run. No, I had to sprint five blocks to my real office to make it on time. And then in the evening, I had to leave 30 minutes earlier to run back to the other office and wait for him to pick me up. The first three times, I could handle it. But Jonas wanted to drive me to work every day. That's enough. I needed a break from all this running. Eventually, I came up with an excuse. I bought a bike and told him that I wanted to ride to work, as it would be good for my health. Poof. I didn't have time to run five blocks each day anymore, because I had an important interview to prepare for. Oh yeah, 
I was applying to my dream newspaper. Again, if I did get in, I don't need to lie to Jonas anymore. And luckily, my interview went pretty well. I had a smile on my face as I walked over to the elevator. First it was just me, and then a bunch of employees went in. The elevator was about to close, when suddenly, from the outside, someone put his hand between the doors. Please wait! And that's when I saw a familiar face. Jonas! Our eyes met, and we both looked shocked. Then one of the employees said to him, Hey boss, I already finished the report, and will send it to you this evening. What? Why did the guy say that to him? When the elevator reached the ground floor, I quickly ran out of it. Jonas ran after me, held my hand, and said, Wait, let me explain. What is there to explain? We both lied to each other. Jonas held me in his arms and tried to keep me calm. Then he began telling me everything. Oh my god. Turns out he's the actual editing manager of this newspaper. Ugh! Well, that explains a lot. I should have known he didn't work in technology, as I once asked him to repair my laptop, and he ended up locking himself out of it. Hearing you say you had my job shocked me. I didn't want to embarrass you, so I made up another position. So he knew right from the beginning I was lying! Then why did you insist on driving me to work, when you already knew I didn't work there? <laughs> I was just messing with you. Besides... I was kind of curious to see how long you could keep the lie up for. I'm sorry. But the truth is, I like you. I have liked you since high school. Back then I was always competing with you because I wanted you to notice me. I thought I was about to throw a tantrum, but thinking back, it was all my fault. If I hadn't lied in the first place, then Jonas wouldn't have had to lie about himself. Right at that moment, I received an email from Human Resources. Oh god, I got in! They were so impressed by me that they had to email me right away. I was so happy that I hugged Jonas as he said, Congratulations, newbie. Now, let's get to work. Your first task is to go out on dinner with me. Yeah, so now Jonas and I work at the same place, and he's my boss. I used to hate losing to him, but now that he's my boyfriend, I feel fine. Actually, I'm really proud of him. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.